0: الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى والصلاه والسلام على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد فاعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم يا ايها الذين امنوا كتب عليكم الصيام كما كتب على الذين من قبلكم لعلكم تتقون وَقَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ اتَّقِ maharima أَعْبَدَ النَّاسِ اَوْ كَمَا قَالَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمُ All suspected ulama kiram, brothers and elders. (coughs) There was a time when none of us were in this world. Allah Ta'ala calls us to remember that time. That, Hal ala min l-am yakun shay that has that time dawned upon insan? Has he ever thought about this reality that there was a time when he was not even a thing mentioned? There was no sign of his existence. So there was a time when none of us who are present today, anywhere in this dunya, or even anything mentioned anywhere. Then the time came when all of us came to this dunya. Somebody 15 years ago, somebody 20 years ago, somebody 50 years ago, somebody 70, 80 years ago. But just as we were never here before, and now we are here, we are not going to remain here forever either. There were thousands and millions of people before us. They've all moved on. And our day to move on... Is also coming. Inna ka wa innahum mayitun. Allah Taala addressed Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Sallam and said, "You are also going to leave this world, and the rest of them will also leave this world. Nobody is going to remain here forever. So, what is this world for? Why did we come? What is our direction and destination? Where are we heading to?" So, this to Allah Taala has this clearly spelt out for us. <todic> Allah Allah tl- has created this whole system of life and death, brought you into this dunya, gave you whatever He has blessed you would, put you into all the various situations and conditions, but the sole purpose is, <todic> Allah Allah tl- is saying, So that he may test you, test us, one and all of us. Ayyukum ahsanu amala. Who does the best of actions? Whatever the conditions may be, whatever the situation may be, whether it is a person in a situation of prosperity or whether in poverty, whether he is in a situation of health or illness, whether he is in a state of happiness or grief, he is all the time in this test. And in that wealth, Who has pleased Allah Ta'ala? And who in that poverty has pleased Allah Ta'ala? Who in that health has made Allah Ta'ala happy? And who has obeyed Allah Ta'ala in that illness also? So the bottom line is that this is a test. When a person is in an examination room, he is writing a test. So every person understands that there are two things in that test. One is he has to answer those questions that are there in that paper. And the other is that in the course of that examination, there are numerous restrictions. So if the person sits there with all the restrictions but doesn't answer the paper, then too he'll fail. But the person knows all the answers perfectly well. And he writes all the answers also. But he refuses to abide by the restrictions. During the examination, he's telling him you cannot speak to anybody. When to speak, you only speak to the invigilator. So he refuses to accept that. I know my work, I will do what I want to do. So he decides to speak. So they will put a line across his paper, you failed. That you were forbidden to speak to anybody, you did not abide by this restriction. In the time of the examination, they will tell him, you are not allowed to eat and drink. For, this, for the duration of that three hours, four hours, whatever that examination period is, You will remain without any food here. You will come here, you eat before you come, you eat after you go. So a person who wants to pass that examination, it is his metric examination, he is writing some board exams, he is writing some medical exams, he is writing whatever other exams. So now he is seeing what is going to come after this exam. That if I pass this examination, I fulfill what the requirements are. There is a little bit of time, these three hours, four hours, I will abide by the restrictions. But then there's all these benefits that will come. Once I've passed this exam, I will get what a good job, I'll get the salary, or I will now complete my career, I'll be able to practice, and I will earn a lot. All these things are in front of him. So when all those things are in front of him, he answers that paper correctly also, and he happily abides by those restrictions of that examination hall. He doesn't do anything against that. Because he wants to pass that examination. So this entire dunya and this life in dunya is this test. Which Allah Ta'ala is saying, لِيَبْلُوَكُمْ And this test now is, that Allah Ta'ala has placed two things in front of us. One is our ruh, our soul. And the other is, there is a nafs within us also. There are these desires. There are the aspects that tempt us. And the shaitan with the nafs. Now either a person makes this ruh the imam of his life. He focuses on this ruh. And he follows what Allah wa Ta'ala has ordered. What Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has taught. So the person who now on the one hand, he makes this his direction in life. And that nafs keeps tempting, like the person in an examination hall, sometimes he wants to speak something, he doesn't fully know the answer of some question now, he's tempted to ask somebody, he says, yeah. never, I'll jeopardize everything. So likewise, this nafs and shaitan will keep tempting a person. But that Allah ta'ala has said, وَأَمَّا مَنْ خَافَ مَقَامَ رَبِّهِ وَنَهَنْ نَفْسَ عَنِ الْهَوَىٰ فَإِنَّ الْجَنَّةَ هِيَ الْمَأْوَىٰ The person who will fear standing in front of Allah ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah. That this examination is a temporary phase. Nobody's gonna remain here forever. But then he has to stand on the day of Qiyamah to see what his result is. That, There will be some who will get their book of deeds in their right hand, like that report coming with full A's in it. So there will be those who will be given their reports in their right hands which will be a sign of passing. And they will be then jumping for joy. They will be going from one person to the other. That Here, read my report. Inni anni I had full hope, full conviction, that I was restraining myself from all those restrictions. Allah Taala had placed those restrictions in that examination hall of dunya. So I was restraining myself. At times I was tempted... But I didn't give in to those temptations. But now look at my report. So there'll be many people on the day of Qiyamat. They'll be now going around from person to person. <laughs> and then after the good result comes a reward as well. That <laughs> now they are in this. Perpetual bliss and happiness of Jannat and the gardens and rivers of Jannat. And Allah is saying, Kulu washrabu haniam, bima aslaftum fil khaliya. Eat and drink to your heart's desire and pleasure now. The time that was passed in the dunya you passed it correctly. So now in return for that is this perpetual reward. So when a person now is facing that metric exams, that board exams, that medical exams, that whatever exams. So now he prepares for it, and then he abides by the restrictions. So then the day comes for him to celebrate. Now he is on the way, now he is on the road. Likewise the person who has spent this dunya correctly, the time in this dunya correctly, and he has abided by the restrictions of Allah Ta'ala. Then that day comes when he is also going around with his report card on the day of Qiyamat. But the person felt that in that examination hall, Why must I be told that I must not talk to anybody? It's my tongue. I can talk. Who is going to be there to stop me? So he starts talking around. So they cancel his whole paper. They put a line across it. He decides, I'll eat and drink. This examination hall. Why must I be under restrictions? So the end result is obvious. Now when that report comes, he doesn't want to show it to anybody. He's embarrassed. He is in grief. Like on the day of Qiyamah, the person who refused to abide by the restrictions of Allah Ta'ala in the dunya. It's my life, we going to live life to the full. It's my wealth, it's my time, it's my health, whereas nothing is ours. Everything is an amanat from Allah. Ta'ala. But now the person refused to abide by the restrictions Allah Ta'ala placed. Now the time comes for the report. Fa أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ Bishimali. فَيَقُولُ Ya Lam Now the person who was given his book of deeds in the left hand on the day of Qiyamad, given his report card in the left hand, which is a sign of failure. I'll say, how I wish I had never received this report. Wa lam and I never known what my marks are. Because it's not worth knowing what the marks are. It's all red rings in here. Ya lateha kanatil qadiya, How I wish that that death was the be-all and end-all. I'd never been resurrected. But, death is merely a bridge to the next phase of life. The real life starts after death. But either it's going to be a good life, or it's going to be a life of torment. The choice of that is ours now in dunya. Now when the report card has come in the left hand, now he's saying Ya lateha qadiya. Ma Agna Anni Malia, halak Anni Sultaniya, all the things in the world, his wealth and all his power and domination and everything, everything will desert him. And then Khudhu Fahullu, thumma al jahim Sallu, thumma Sil Silatin, Daruha Sabaruna Dira'an Fasluku and then Allah forbid, then he's been chained in the shackles of Jahannam and been thrown in the fire of Jahannam. So this is the two directions. Either the direction towards passing or the direction towards failing. But Allah Ta'ala out of His grace, out of His mercy, Allah Ta'ala wants every servant of his to pass. Allah Ta'ala does not want anyone to fail. But if a person insists on failing, then then he has himself to blame. But Allah Ta'ala made all the opportunities for every person to pass. And among those opportunities, Allah Ta'ala created the opportunity of the month of Ramadan. That like a vehicle sometimes while being used, it goes in a state of disrepair. Then a person goes to the mechanic, he takes it to the garage, that now this needs to be repaired. So after some work on it, that car comes out again like brand new, it comes out fully repaired. Allah Ta'ala out of His grace, He wants every servant of His to pass. مَا يَفْعَلُ اللَّهُ بِعَذَابِكُمْ إِن شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ وَكَانَ اللَّهُ Allah tala gets nothing out of punishing anybody, but Allah has placed a system. إِن شَكَرْتُمْ وَآمَنْتُمْ The person has true gratitude to Allah تعالى. He has iman with him. Then the true gratitude in every sense of the word, the real gratitude is gratitude in action. The verbal gratitude is also necessary but the real gratitude is that a person is behaving in the way Allah Taala wants him to conduct his life he is doing what Allah Taala has ordered he is staying away from what Allah Taala has forbidden then he is truly grateful so mai fa'alullahu bi'adhabikum in shakartum wa amantum Allah Taala is most appreciative Allah Taala gives opportunities for a person to come and the month of Ramadan is such an opportunity that my bandas their heart became rusted they slipped up somewhere Now this Mubarak month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala gave the opportunity to rekindle this fire of his love. To repair this vehicle of Iman. That in the Mubarak month of Ramadan, a person is fasting, and during the entire day, he is repeatedly training himself to be conscious of Allah Ta'ala. That he is not eating anything, he is not drinking anything. That halal food and drink. which Allah Ta'ala has made 100% halal. But while the time of the fast is on, he does not touch that halal food and drink on the order of Allah Ta'ala. So for that Allah who he is fasting, the same Allah has made things haram for him throughout his life. The same Allah has made zina haram. The same Allah has made gambling haram. The same Allah has made ghibat and backbiting haram. The same Allah has made lying and swearing haram. The same Allah has made misusing this heart by putting all kinds of filth in it. Allah Ta'ala has made that haram. That there should be no jealousy in this heart. There should be no malice in this heart. There should be no evils that a person is planning and plotting in this heart. There should not be all kinds of haram fantasies in this heart. That a person, the worst kind of filth is giving it place in his heart. Whereas that heart was supposed to be the seat of the love of Allah Ta'ala. So the same Allah for who is fasting in the month of Ramadan, that Allah has given him this life to now conduct in the same way that after Ramadan and in Ramadan and at all times, he is conducting himself with the consciousness of Allah ta'ala. My Allah is watching. And when he will conduct himself, this is a short life, like that examination in that examination hall, it's three hours, four hours, then he's a time for rejoicing then it's a time for merry-making. The person has passed. He did his work. He answered the questions. He stayed away from the restrictions. Now is the time to rejoice. The report card will make him rejoice and the reward after it will make him rejoice. So likewise, his life is a very short phase. It's a very temporary place we are in. We weren't here and we're not going to be here forever. And every day we get the news of people going. One day they are going to hear about us gone as well. Allah Ta'ala gave us this opportunity of the Mubarak month of Ramadan to repair this vehicle of Iman. Now that this month came, we fasted during the day, we made tarawih during the nights, we exerted ourselves in some manner to the other, we made tilawat of the Quran Sharif, we made a lot of dua, we repented and made tawbah to Allah Ta'ala. So in this way, Alhamdulillah, with the grace of Allah Ta'ala and His mercy, To some extent we have repaired this vehicle of Iman. But can we imagine a person sends his car to a mechanic and for one month it is there in the workshop. And for one month they worked on it. They removed all the rust. They removed all the dents. They repaired all the things that were in this repair. Fixed everything, resprayed it. The engine is now working perfectly. And now after one month this car came back. And it's as good as new. And now the person gets his car and as soon as he gets it, the first thing he does is he takes a nail and he's scratching the whole paintwork again. Then he takes a brick and he's smashing the windscreen. And then he's doing all kinds of things in the engine and breaking things apart. Anybody will say something is wrong with this person. What a foolish person. One month this car was in the workshop and all the effort that was made on it and hardly the first day he's already destroying it with his own hands. Unfortunately, this is what we do to our spiritual vehicle. That in the Mubarak month of Ramadan, Allah Ta'ala out of His grace and mercy gave the opportunity to have this repaired. And with His grace and mercy, He brought that consciousness of Allah, that consciousness of Allah Ta'ala came in our hearts to some extent. We became concerned about our salah. Person who was perhaps not performing his salah started performing his five times salah. Somebody who had never picked the Qur'an Sharif for the whole year started reciting Qur'an Sharif in Ramadan. Somebody who had never made Toba the whole year started making Toba in Ramadan. Somebody who had never made any Zikr the whole year started making Zikr in Ramadan. So a person now, some degree of consciousness came. Some rust of the heart came out. The dents came out. The direction that a person was in, he came back on track. But now the day of Eid comes and a person starts missing his salah already. It's like he took that brick and he smashed that windscreen. It just came out of the workshop. And he took that brick and smashed the windscreen himself. And now the person is already engaging in haram activities. He's like just going into that engine and just tearing everything apart. So The month of Ramadan wasn't for the month of Ramadan. The month of Ramadan was for the rest of the year and the rest of our lives. That الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الصِّيَامِ كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تتقون. That the report card at the end of the month of Ramadan must show that this person gained taqwa. He gained the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala. He gained the fear of Allah Ta'ala. The ibadat and the multiplied rewards, this was all the bonus of Ramadan. But the object and the purpose of Ramadan and this fasting was to gain the consciousness of Allah Ta'ala that consciousness of allah ta'ala will now speak for itself at the time of fajr in the month of ramadan after the month of ramadan when the muazzin calls out hayya 'alas salah al falah at that time does a person give into that temptation to keep sleeping or he now says that allah ta'ala's muazzin has called i go to answer the call of my rabb and he hastens towards salah now then that Taqwa that he has developed in the month of Ramadan will show itself he walking on the street and now he's being tempted to look all over the place. or he is in his own private place, behind closed doors, and shaitan is tempting him to look at all kinds of filth. so at that time the Taqwa will speak say to the believing men to lower their gazes, to not look at any haram. To look after this eye. To appreciate this gift of Allah Ta'ala. Not to be so shameless to sin in front of Allah Ta'ala. After having eaten his rizq. And after having benefited from all his favors. And breathed his air. So now this taqwa will speak. This taqwa will reprimand the person from within. How can you do this? So to the extent that we have developed this taqwa now, to that extent it will carry us. So The month of Ramadan came... To train us for after the month of Ramadan and for the rest of our lives. That we live our lives in a way that we are all the time conscious of Allah Ta'ala. And the prescription to maintain this taqwa, Allah Ta'ala has given us in the Quran Sharif, Ya ayyuha al wa kunu ma'as-sadiqeen. All you who believe, fear Allah, adopt this taqwa, the same taqwa that the month of Ramadan is for. The fasting is for. That adopt this taqwa, the way that you will acquire it, kunu مَعَ sadiqeen Be with the righteous, be with the true servants of Allah Ta'ala. So if a person after the month of Ramadan also will remain in good company, will remain in the right environments, will remain with those who are inclined towards righteousness, then he will also remain in that same direction. But he will then go and join company where people are in Climb towards evil, towards sins, they want to go to the wrong places, they want to do the wrong things. And he says, But I'm getting left out. Then a person is getting on the path of getting left out from the mercy of Allah Ta'ala. Getting left out from the rewards of akhirat. And even dunya then, let alone akhirat. When a person applies himself in taqwa, Allah Ta'ala makes his dunya also easy for him. Allah Ta'ala removes the difficulties and hardships of dunya for him also. يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ This is the promise of Allah Ta'ala in the Quran Sharif. The person who will conduct himself with taqwa, يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا Allah Ta'ala will bring out a way of every problem for him. Every difficulty and problem Allah Ta'ala will grant him a solution. وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ Allah Ta'ala will grant him sustenance from sources he cannot imagine. Allah Ta'ala is promising it on taqwa. When a person has a problem, he has to run from that problem. But there's only one place to run to. Fafirru ilallah. Allah. That flee towards Allah Ta'ala. But if a person flees from a problem away from Allah Ta'ala, then he's fleeing from the frying pan to the fire. So Allah Ta'ala has given us this mubarak month of Ramadan to flee to Allah Ta'ala. And to adopt this taqwa. And in this taqwa is the solution of our problems of dunya and akhirat. So when a person will adopt taqwa, he'll get dunya also. The ease and Allah Ta'ala will make his life in dunya a place of ease. And the everlasting rewards of the akhirat. The person who will conduct with taqwa, Allah Ta'ala will grant him ease in all his affairs. The one who will conduct himself with taqwa, Allah Ta'ala will then forgive his sins. His dunya got made already. Allah will forgive his sins. Allah Ta'ala will increase his rewards. His akhirat is made already. So even his dunya will get made. And on the other side, a person decides to abandon taqwa. Dunya is a place to enjoy. I must live my life to the full. Then, أَعْرَضَ عَنْ ذكري فَإِنَّ لَهُ مَعِيشَةً وَنَحْشُرُهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ عمى. The person who turns his back onto Allah. Ta'ala and the remembrance of Allah Ta'ala, and the obedience of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala creates a difficult life for him in dunya already. Challenges will come to everybody. But, if a person is obedient to Allah Ta'ala, his heart will be forever at peace with Allah Ta'ala. Challenges is dunya. Dunya is a place of challenge. It's a place of tests. But if a person is obedient to Allah Ta'ala, he'll sail through the tests. And his heart will not become a place of turmoil. But the thing is to become one who is obedient to Allah wa Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala then creates ease in dunya as well and the ease of the akhirat is the perpetual bliss. So this Mubarak month of Ramadan Allah Ta'ala gave us, these few moments that are left, it is the time to now make the maximum of these moments and to come back to Allah Ta'ala, make that pledge with Him, bring our life completely onto the way of Allah Ta'ala's commands, the way of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And in this way, we'll make our dunya, we'll make our everlasting life of the hereafter after as well. Allah Taala grant us the Wa akhiru da'wanan alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen.